Thank you for tuning in to our podcast recorded live each week. Now sit back and enjoy the award-winning Tony Sanders Outdoor Show. Tighten your life vest, wrap into your tree stand, and get ready for the award-winning Tony Sanders Outdoors. Your source for outdoor information, education, and entertainment. Now, here are your hosts, Tony Sanders and Rob Pratula. Good morning, Chattanooga area. Tony Sanders Outdoors is live on the air from the banks of the beautiful Tennessee River. And unfortunately, at this time of the, the year, it's... We have uh, river everywhere. <laughs> it's out of the banks. It's coming from the sky. It's everywhere, everywhere. We've got water everywhere, absolutely everywhere. The rain has just been unreal, and I've actually got a story about that that we can talk about a little bit later, uh, how the rain has affected the last two years' worth of hunting and fishing. So I think it's going to be an interesting an interesting article that uh, it was actually uh, written by the TVA, and they were warning people about uh, the current dam situation right now with them flowing lots of water because of all of the rain we've had. So, anyway, I will get to that here in just a second. Cool. I'm just sitting there looking on uh, Facebook. Of course, we're, of course, we're streaming live again, and I have a lot of gray hair. You do. You do. It was like that time when the camera was behind me, and I, 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 I looked at the back. I, you don't look at the back of your own head. I, and my head was right to the rear of the camera, and I looked, and I thought, good God, I didn't know I was that gray in the back. I'm starting I mean, to get like really gray. that happens. Like, so, I, I'm starting to get like a little ball. I don't know what's going on there? <laughs> um, Let's see here. Well, since we're talking about the weather, I'll go ahead and uh, talk about this right here. The... If you think it's your mind, which I thought it was my mind, but I thought it was kind of weird, too, that the rain seems to be messing with everybody's outdoor plans. It's constantly raining for some reason, or at least I think it is. And basically, the two wettest years back to, on record back-to-back. Back. It's official. 2019, last year, by a few days ago, was the second wettest year on record in the Tennessee River Basin with 66.47 inches of rain. 2018 was wetter with 67.02. So the two largest back-to-back wettest years were 2018 and 2019. So if you think it's you and you can't get out on the weekend and the water's high or you can't get out and hunt because the woods are flooded, it's not you. We've just had two flood years back-to-back. And that being said, the uh, TVA is expecting heavy rainfall for the next few days, and they are spilling excess water on the Tennessee River. So if you're heading out to the lake, be careful. A lot of debris, a lot of stuff like that. And they're trying to uh, store water in tributaries above stream levels so that it will not flood downstream. Uh, the river at river level at Savannah, Tennessee, is currently above flood stage and will continue to rise with the predicted rainfall. And I think we've had around two or three inches ballpark right now. So it's of not, rain? Uh, yeah, yes. it's no not doubt. just, it, it's been messing with everybody's outdoor plans for the last two years. And I was thinking when I saw this article, the first person I thought of was the turkey biologist y'all 
talked to, and he said, I just want one normal year to get a data scan, you know, just a data, a, a baseline data, because we've had f- drought, flood, yep. flood. So we need a normal year. And I was thinking about your uh, whoever the biologist yeah. was. Well, I was surprised when uh, you told me that 2018 was the wettest year. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, and then 2019 was the second wettest. It, it's like, wow, really? Back to back. And so, is this is this a is this a function of of global warming? Is this a function of, or is this just a function of climate change? I didn't say negative climate change; just climate change. That I don't know. Um... I'm not a meteorologist, so I'm not going to... Well, I'm going to speculate. I'm going to speculate even though I'm not a meteorologist. Um, (laughs) That's all they do. Well... No offense, David Glenn. (laughs) Hey, if you can be wrong 50% of the time and keep your job, hey, more more power to you. I should have gone into it. Oh, shoot, yeah. Uh, Where where we need to go into, we need to be like forecasters in Arizona. It never rains there. All right, it's going to be hot, and then it's going to get hotter. I'll see you next year. But it's a dry heat. It's a dry heat in a so, microwave, too. It doesn't matter. It's still hot. Um, <laughs> no, I just think that it, for some reason, it just seemed like every time I wanted to go fish last year, it was, I couldn't go fish creeks, and I'm a big creek fisherman. I don't, you know, I hit well, creeks and, I, and streams, and they're the first ones to muddy up when the rain comes. And I said that to you today when you kind of tell me what you've been doing. I'm like, really? This sad. Yeah. And, I, and then you pointed out that the fact that you can't fish anything right now when it's, over the banks and looks like cafe au lait. Yeah, fruit fruit coffee. Yeah, fruit fruit coffee. But you know, I, I checked generation this week. I was going to go fishing on my time off from school. I was going to go do a lot of fishing, but no. We have to have the second wettest year on record. I mean, we're only four days into the new year, and I still can't fish. Well, the third year in a row is is shaping up to be a, a wet. You know, we we need to get we need to get our buddy. Uh, Richard in here, Richard Sims, during, before his busy time gets up. And and talk to him about how the water, the, the rain and stuff, how it affects the fishing that he does. You know, because, again, we can easily say, ah, I'm not going to go fishing today. It's too wet. Water's too high. It's too whatever. He can't do that. I mean, he's got customers coming in, and he's got to adapt and move and oh, yeah. come up with plans and I have backup plans on top of backups. I agree. And, you know, it's easier. I'm I'm not going to say, well, I'm going to say it's easier. I've seen the lake muddy, but normally that's after, you know, there. if one end of the lake is muddy, the other end will probably be clear. If you, if you go to uh, the elk or the duck, the Caney Fork, the Hiawassee, whatever, it's going to be muddy throughout. There's no, right. there's no, so river fishing in, Lake fishing, there's challenges to both, and I'm sure Richard Richard is is exceptional at fishing. And when you have to produce for a client, yeah, you you come up with secondary and tertiary ideas. So I'm I'm sure he's really good at it. But we're we're talking about the lake versus a stream, and all my streams are dumping into his lake. So I'm not sure he's real happy that all my muddy streams are flowing cafe au lait at the mouth. We're uh, we're going to cover that. We're going to cover a lot of things. Uh, tragic story out of South Carolina. We're going to get to a little bit later in the show, where a father and daughter were killed in a hunting accident 
and I'll use air quotes on the hunting accident. Don't know what the deal was or what or how it happened, and it may very well have been a, an accident. But I find it really hard to believe that two people killed at the same time, and it's an accident. And, and that's been the most common comment I've gotten from posting it on Facebook. Yeah, it sounds really suspicious. And it does. Not yeah. saying that it is. I'm just saying it just something doesn't sound right. I remember talking to my uh, uncle who was from uh, Colorado. And we were we were chit-chatting. I was out there at his place, and we were just chit-chatting. And he bordered the Roosevelt National Forest where he lived. And so that's where actually where I would go. First time I went mule deer hunting or whatever, I went out to the Roosevelt National Forest to hunt or Roosevelt National Park, whatever it's called. Anyway, so we were wherever I could legally hunt. I got to be careful what I'm saying. <laughs> anyway, out there it's a little bit different. Hey, statute of limitations has passed. Don't worry. I, that's true. That's true. <laughs> you can't prove I was there. Yep. Uh, so, <laughs> but I'm out there and, um, and so we're chit-chatting, and we were talking about hunting accidents or something, and uh, and he said, oh, yeah, we have hunting accidents out here, too. And typically, they find out that it might not be quite the accident that they thought. Hmm. A little more of an intentional accident. Hmm. And he says it's really not uncommon and um, to have accidents. <laughs> Air quote, accidents. Accidents. Uh, you know, somebody's, there's always a connection somehow to the accidents. Now, whether that's true, and I never looked into it, I don't know, but I did I did find it kind of interesting because, you know, out there, the, the difference between out there and here is um, you could have an accident, and there's a lot of critters out there that will cover up your accident for you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I didn't put it in show prep, but there was a story uh, of a cougar that, or actually three cougars that were in, I believe it was in Arizona. They had been seen munching on a human carcass at a parent. Uh, yeah. I did not put that in show prep, but um, they ended up having to euthanize all three of the cats because when the DNR out there walked up, they were not afraid of the DNR and were not backing down. And I do not blame the DNR for you got three pissed off mountain lions and they're not backing down. Yeah, bad things are going to happen. So uh, they actually, I think I read that they actually tranquilized them because they were holding them as evidence. Yeah, uh, but they did not think that the cougars or the mountain lions actually killed the the human. No, they think they were just opportunist. Well, you got yeah, like you said, I wish you got cougars. Coyotes, bears, bears, badgers, weasels. You got all kinds of stuff. I don't know if porcupines, well, porcupines, uh, they chew on antlers and stuff, so I guess they chew on bone, too. So who knows? You're right. There are a lot of critters out there that will cover your evidence. Accident. Sorry. Yeah, that's. I'll make sure that uh, I don't ever go out west out somebody I know. (laughs) (laughs) It went dark all of a sudden. went real dark here well but it, it, we 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 got a story about uh not that story but the other story about the the yeah the accident yeah so I'm, I'm, we'll get into that yeah i'm with you on that there's something there's something fishy about this one then you had uh, a couple of new things happen 
Uh, he had the, the shooting in Texas, which was has been all over the news. Uh, you, and we'll talk a little bit about guns a little bit later because there's been a couple new gun laws going to effect. Mm-hmm. One kind of interesting that uh, really mixed emotions or not mixed mis, mixed reactions with the um, the new law in Tennessee, where you can now get a handgun carry permit. It's concealed only, correct? Which is kind of interesting, but you can now get a handgun carry permit without ever setting foot in class. It's all online. I don't like it. I'm struggling with it. I don't like it. And and it, one of the articles I read said it was an interesting because obviously Tennessee wasn't ready to pass constitutional carry, so this was their in between. I don't see how it fits. I don't see how that works either. It, it well, constitutional carry, there'd be no training, no permitting, no anything. Right. Uh, and this is is really close to that. You are going to get the laws. I have a problem with that, you know. But I can, I can, I can do the Tennessee laws pretty easy. You shoot somebody, you're going to jail. Now it may all get sorted out. It will, if it's a if it's a justified shooting. But you're getting arrested. Mm-hmm. It's just what happens, right? Right. I mean, it's part of the investigation. Now maybe the guy in Texas probably didn't get arrested because it was video. There was a lot of evidence of what happened there. Well. I- he may not have gotten arrested, but I'm sure he was interviewed for a long time by the police about the whole incident. You know, tell us what happened and if there were any holes in his story. Yeah. You know, not that the video evidence didn't prove it, but, if, you know, if there's no video evidence, you're going to get interviewed and you're probably going to get arrested. So yeah. just know that. So that's, I think that's what I learned in my handgun carry class. I didn't learn how to shoot. We'll get into more of that. See, when you think about it. You didn't learn how to shoot in the class. No, I did not. We'll be right back. Tony Sanders Outdoors. If you're looking to target your product or service to the outdoor community, Tony Sanders Outdoors can help. Nearly one-third of the radios are tuned to Tony Sanders Outdoors on Saturday mornings from 5 to 7 a.m. Whether it's a recorded commercial, live reads, remote broadcast, or product endorsements, Tony and Rob can help. Give us a call at 423-280-3677 to discuss your advertising needs. Tony Sanders Outdoors, your outdoor advertising solution. 423-280-3677. Are you a member of the National Rifle Association? If not, why? No other organization in this country fights for your rights like the NRA. In the current environment, our rights under the Second Amendment are being attacked every day. While we in the South may feel comfortable, that is not the case all across America. The NRA is taking up the fight for you, and you need to be a part. Join the over 5 million men, women, and children who are members of the NRA. Go to TonySandersOutdoors.com and click on the Join NRA link. Don't wait too late. Sports' Warehouse has always supported the Chattanooga community and all the local conservation groups, wild game dinners, youth events, and much, much more. Please go and see them today at the corner of 153 and Lee Highway. Because whatever you need, whether it's camping, fishing, hiking, or hunting, whatever you need for your outdoor adventures, you can get it at Sports' Warehouse. Sportsman's Warehouse, the great indoors for those who love the great outdoors. Check them out at sportsmans.com. Sportsman's Warehouse, located at the corner of 153 and Lee Highway. Welcome back. Tony Sanders Outdoors. Now, there's been some technical issues. First show of the year, and that's all right. 
as long as it doesn't carry on to the other 51 shows of the year. Just getting it out of the way. Getting it out of the way. There you go. But uh, those have all been resolved, we think. We had a, we had a message that they weren't hearing us on Facebook. Uh, I do think that is uh, resolved because I checked Facebook, you checked Facebook, and we're both here. Right. So hopefully uh, that has been resolved as well. And uh, But anyway, we're good, and uh, we hope we're good. Now we're cooking with gas. Now, and if we're not good, then you need to call the radio station here, 267-1023, and tell the producer, and then we'll keep working trying to figure it out. Does that work? Works for me. All right. What are we going to do? Just a few minutes. Harvest reports? Sure, I can do a harvest report. Let's, let's work that in. All righty. Uh, this week, uh, statewide, we have taken 124,567 deer. That's an increase from last year of 7,458. Uh, last year or last week? Last week, I'm sorry. Last week, we increased 7,458 since last week. Hamilton County had 1,757 deer taken, Bledsoe 887, Bradley 929, Grundy 893, Marion 1,599, McMinn 1,437, Meggs 1,096, Monroe 807, Polk 262, Ray 1,559, and Squatchy at 588. Overall, Comparing last year's numbers to this year's numbers, we are off 11,496. However, all counties mentioned, with the exception of Monroe, are up. Monroe, you're off by two from last year, so get busy. Get busy. Y'all get out there. When's the season in? Is it tomorrow? Uh, I don't know. I can look that up on my handy-dandy TWRA app. I don't know if it's tomorrow or if it's, I think it's generally the first Saturday, or first Sunday, I mean. And then you've got the youth get an extra week. Right. So, hey, I, I saw the, I see the hat there. Uh, for those of you who don't know, they, they started, they did it. They produced a hat, and the proceeds go to help the uh, TWRA and, and through. It's a pretty cool hat. I saw several of them out this past week. Really? I did. Uh, I was, and it was kind of cool to see. Um Never talked to anybody, so I don't know if they really got them as a gift or, or what, but I thought that was really kind of cool to see the hat uh, out there. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty nice-looking hat. It's only uh, you can get it for a $20 donation, and all proceeds go directly to the TWRA Foundation to support Tennessee outdoor education programs and the work of the TWRA. There you go. It's a good-looking hat, too. Yeah, it is. I got one. I didn't buy it, though. You didn't make a suggested $20 donation? It was gifted to me. Oh, very nice. Even better. Yeah, it was. It was gifted to me by uh, Director Carter, actually. Oh. So I just happened to be in his office when they gifted them to him. <laughs> he goes, here, you want one? He had two. I said, sure, I'll take that. Sweet. I like it. It's good to be the king. <laughs> so, um, anyway, that is... And and there's always seems to be a lot of questions. The foundation is a tremendous resource of the agency. There's things that that we can't do uh, due to restrictions on funding and things like that that gets done through help with the foundation. You know, and it's it's a nonprofit. It's five hundred one c three nonprofit. It's the uh, 
governor's one shot and the the other events that happen uh the raffle for the elk tag uh that raised what six hundred thousand dollars last year i think it was um that's money that all comes through the foundation and uh the elk money gets donated to the elk project and which is really a huge thing and so there's just a lot going on and you know what else i'm so excited for what's that lake junior's been stocked Uh. I was hoping the rain. I, honestly, I hate the rain, but I was hoping the rain would delay that. <laughs> did they delay? I don't know. Maybe it did. I, I, all I, I did not hear it, that it was delayed, and according to the TWA website, and if somebody wants to call in, if one of our nice officers wants to call in, let me know. As far as I know, it went it went on. So there are, there are trout in the junior. Right? There are. You ready to go catch them? Absolutely. I think it'd be fun. When's out and about with trout? Uh, out and about with trout. The TU outing will be. I can tell you specifically as soon as I get up here. The out and about with trout will be in February, and it will be February fifth, or it was Saturday after February fifth. Let me look. Hang on just a second. It's going to be the eighth. It would be February eighth. So that's going to be out and about with trout? That will be the out and about with trout freeze out. Hopefully it won't be as cold as it was last year. Good golly, it was miserable last year. That's why you had a, that's why you got a, a, a toque. An official TSO toque, yes. I got an official TS, TSO hat, and I was warm from head to toe with TSO. So that was good to go. It was, uh, yeah, last year was miserable, Ugh. cold. Good God. Bring your tying stuff. Sure, 45-mile-an-hour sustained wind. Sure, I'll just, you know, tie these very delicate materials in 45-mile-an-hour sustained winds. Oh, look, the tent's coming up. Quick, put an anchor on it. Rob, are you tying? Nope. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be the February 8th. Uh, let's see here. February 25th, if you're in the Hiawassee area, I will be giving a presentation uh, to the Hiawassee Trout Unlimited chapter on the 25th of January. So if you're out and about on the Hiawassee on that Saturday, stop on by, and I will be the presenter. So. Cool. What else we got happening? Uh, let's see here. Oh, you were talking about the money from the foundation going to elk. Yeah. Well, somebody shot an elk in Tennessee, and thank goodness... They've been caught. The TWRA announced they have charged a man for illegally killing a cow elk on wildlife management property last week. TWRA reports 33-year-old Sean Donnelly of Carryville admitted to killing the elk in the North Cumberland Wildlife Management Area. Downey was arrested on Monday and faces charges including hunting big game in a closed season, hunting without a license, hunting without hunt or education, illegal taking of big game, and failure to retrieve game on a WMA. In addition, a high-powered rifle of was seized. He is scheduled to appear in court February 20th. He was identified by members of the public after a $2,000 reward was offered, leading to the capture and conviction of the person responsible for killing the elk on December 23rd. Unfortunately, the elk was a part of a re- three-year research study by the University of Tennessee's Forestry, Wildlife, and Fisheries. It was a collared elk, and now they've lost that data. Ooh. So... I hope they take that into account when they sentence this guy because that data could have been useful. Yeah, the uh, I got into a, a, a tit-for-tat discussion on Facebook about 
the fines and stuff. Uh, this is why I don't post much on Facebook about being a commissioner or whatever, just because it just gets really, it there it, it never, never ends well. And that's the sad part. Because, I mean, I would love to have a discussion with people, but everybody is, you know, so gotcha on Facebook anymore. Yeah. It's just not worth it. But the fine part is not poaching is a Class C misdemeanor. $50 fine, Mr. Facebook jerk. It's $50. Uh, class B, I think, is 1000 and Class C is 2500 So the most it can be is 2500 And I think this is a Class C is what I was reading. Um, then there are some restitutions that can be Im- imposed uh, as well. Uh, but, I mean, in reality, though, when you think about it, think of all the money that's been invested in this this one cow elk, the research, the everything, and all that. And then you got somebody decides he wants to take a pot shot, realizes how stupid he was, leaves it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the meat's wasted because it was three days, I think, before it was founded. Found. So it's just like, it's just sad. And all, everybody else on Facebook, remember, all that money goes to the county courts normally, TWA. The charges and stuff. Yeah. The fines we do get, again, but again, it's very small. Yeah, exactly. $50. Because the comment I made on Facebook was, we're not out there to write tickets because we spend more money when we send people to court than we do get in the fines. That was the only comment I made. As head of the budget chair, I probably know how much we actually get in the grand scheme of things. Oh, what's per diem? What's per diem per day? Per diem per day? Yeah. For expenses? Yeah, if you're in court. Do they get per diem? No. Oh, okay. They're getting their salary. Oh, okay. All right. We're going to go pay a bill. And uh, when we come back, we'll get into a few other things and see what we got. Tony Sanders Outdoors. Bates Fertilizer in Cleveland, Tennessee are the only ones you need to call for your commercial lawn care supplies. They are experts in fertilizer, lawn chemicals, mulch, stone, and all your commercial lawn care needs. They have the expertise to recommend formulated special blends for your lawn care company. Your customers will be happy with the great results, and so will you. Bates has years of local knowledge and know what will work in this area. Go with the pros at Beatty Fertilizer, 472-5491, 472-5491, and check them out at Beatty'sFertilizer.com. Sports and Warehouse provides outstanding gear and exceptional service to inspire all of your outdoor memories. The winter clearance sale is going on right now at Sportsman's Warehouse. Great savings in every department. Because whether it's camping, fishing, hiking, or hunting, whatever you need for your outdoor adventures, you can get it at Sportsman's Warehouse. You'll find name brand products at better prices. Now, if you don't see the gun you want at the store, go to Sportsman's.com for over 8,000 additional guns to choose from. You can have it shipped directly to the store with everyday low prices, no shipping charges, and no processing fees. Don't forget to sign up and register for the Sportsman's Warehouse loyalty card. This will give you points towards gift cards and special discounts. Be sure to like and follow them on Facebook, too. Sportsman's Warehouse, the great indoors for those who love the great outdoors. Located at the corner of 153 and Lee Highway. 
Jack's Bait and Tackle has everything you need for your next fishing trip. Jack says small, medium, large, and jumbo shriners, red worms, not crawlers, crickets, wax worms, skipjacks, and tuffies. I want to say truffles right there when I look at that. They're custom. They have custom tackle, including the canine fishing line, the only tackle shop to carry it, soft plastics, and the popular Tennessee rig. Loose crappie rods and bait reels are in stock also, and they now carry uh, custom 5-inch pre-rigged swim baits by Lurch's Lures. Jax has missile soft plastics, and they carry a whole lot of Berkeley and Rapala products. Jax is just a short drive down Bonnie Oaks from Highway 153, so it is a convenient stop for you on the way to the lake or the river. They also carry snacks and drinks for your cooler, which we all know are important. Jax is at 4228 Bonnie Oaks Drive, and they're open seven days a week for all your bait and tackle needs. Sunday through Thursday, 630 to 6, and Fridays, 6 to 630. Give them a call at 698-8339, 698-8339, and check out their Facebook page. Be sure to like their page for specials and discounts as they are always posted there. Jack's Bait and Tackle has been in business for over 50 years, so they know your bait. Welcome back Tony Sanders Outdoors. I guess you could catch fish on truffles. I mean, catfish will eat just about anything. You sure. could. When, I'm glad you said that because I almost said it one day, truffles, because it toughies, T-U-F-F-I-E-S, looks like. I was, was going to blame it on just not having my glasses on. Okay. <laughs> it's, not every, just, it's not just you, I'll say that. No, okay, good deal. Every time I see that, I'm like, really? Truffles? <laughs> truffles? Really? Everybody needs to go into Jack's Mate and Tackle. Ask where the truffles are. Ask them where the truffles are. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> said Tony Sanders said you had truffles. Or oh. go in and ask for morels. I need some morels and truffles. It sounds like a promo code that you guys should honestly have for that. <laughs> <laughs> she'll she'll be calling you. What is going? Why is everybody asking me for truffles? truffles. <laughs> Everybody's well. coming in asking for magic mushrooms. What's going on? <laughs> Well, at least she's not sponsored by the car guys and be Magic Mike. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh, I tickled myself then. Uh-huh. Uh, all right, where were we at? Uh, <laughs> we were on truffles, but. Oh, we got a call coming. Oh, okay, good. Is this a long or short story? Some idiot shot a bald eagle in Decatur County, and the TWA, along with U.S. Fish and Wildlife, are investigating the shooting of the bald eagle in West Tennessee. If you have any information, please contact the TWRA. Eagles are protected and... <laughs> All over the place. Uh, yeah, it carries a violation of up to $100,000 and or one year in federal prison. State charges may also apply. Don't shoot eagles. And if you know who did this, call TWA and let them know. And they don't taste like chicken. No, and y'all don't shoot the eagles. <laughs> I mean, I, if we have to tell you that, that, that says something right there. And I, I get tickled. The chairman of the TWRA commission... Mm-hmm. lives in Decatur County. Don't go to the chairman's backyard and shoot his eagle. Yeah, I, I, that's that. Yeah, that's not a really good idea. Don't poke we, the bear. We we have a lot of resources available to us. <laughs> Don't shoot our eagles. Okay, it's really simple. All right, let's go to Barry. Hey, Barry, how you doing? Oh, pretty good. Just had to get my flippers and my snorkel out to go hunting this morning. It is. Uh, it is kind of soggy out there. 
I asked last weekend, you got to go try to do something. Yes, sir. That is true. That is true. So, uh, you guys get, getting geared up for a wild game dinner there at Silverdale? You know, we really are. Uh, let's see, Silverdale, that's Jimmy, right? Jimmy Houston? Uh, that is. That's going to be – Jimmy's a hoot, and it's going to be a very lively evening. That's just all there is to it. I, you know, I'm I'm super stoked about it. I can't wait to uh, talk to him and, uh, and and just hear some of his stories that he's got. Because you know he's got got one or two, you know, with some of the guys he's fished with. Good Lord, I can't. You, I've met him several times through the years. You can't get him to stop at one. That's for sure. Uh, now he oh, is. Yeah. A, uh, he's as. I, and I'll be honest, and and I've I've met several of these the big guys that are you see on TV all the time. Jimmy and uh, is is just as as nice as he can be. Bill Dance is too. Uh, Bill oh, Dance. Yeah, Bill, yeah. I, and I was fortunate to meet both of them last year, probably within a month of each other in different places. But uh, you know, it, it's one of those things. You know, there's always a funny guy somewhere, and he's not doing it intentionally. That that's just Jimmy Houston right there. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, yeah, that's going to be fun. Looking forward to it. I always love coming to Silverdale, and I, I even like it more that you and Bayside are on different nights this year. Oh, yeah, and our tickets go on sale in a couple of weeks, too, so there's time to get them. Oh, really? I figured they're already gone. We, we don't sell them until closer to the dinner because okay. that eliminates people from losing them. Gotcha. That's a good plan. Well, I will, uh, I will be there, and I know Rob will be there, and mm-hmm. – uh, and this will definitely be one that I stick around and and uh, and not. Usually, I sit out in the the quarter and talk to people and stuff. Uh, I'll be inside listening to Jimmy. That's for sure. Absolutely, we'll have to make sure and save you guys a seat in there. Thank you so much. Looking forward to it. And uh, good luck. Right. And uh, you know, use uh, use. Uh, you may even need an oxygen tank and not just a snorkel. It's pretty well. Well, I'm on the mount. I'm on the mountain this morning, so it might might not need that quite yet <laughs> well good deal thank you barry so, y'all have a good one see you man thanks sir told you it was wet outside yeah no doubt <laughs> and we're going crane hunting yes. maybe <laughs> assuming that there's cranes i've talked to a few duck hunter friends of mine and they said arkansas is non-existent a and bust yeah and that you know cranes are few and far between because it's been so warm yeah, they I mean, have no reason to be here. It was, what, 70 on Christmas? Yeah. Felt like it. I don't know if it, what it was, but. I think it was. I think it was actually 70. I think it actually was. So, yeah, it's been, um, it's kind of been a not a good year yet. Luckily, we have 27 days left. Right. So. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, we talked about the rain a little bit earlier and all the rain we've gotten. I don't mind rain. I just don't want a year's supply in one month. That's that's all I'm asking for. If I want this much rain, I'd move to Seattle. Actually, we get more, more rain, rain than Seattle. Seattle I know, I know. But we get it in bigger volume. We we get buckets at a time, and they get drizzle year round. Yeah. So, uh, another cool story. Mm-hmm. Bear walks on at UT. Yep. The uh, a bear wandered onto the University of Tennessee campus Sunday morning, making his way inside the Lindsey Nelson. And I love how they had to put that. That was the baseball stadium. Uh, officers with UT Police Department called TWRA. Sergeant Roy Smith around 4 a.m. Sergeant Smith called on Wildlife Officer Jeff Robertson. And the two responded to the stadium. 
They were able to corner the bear and shoot it with a tranquilizer dart. With assistance from UT officers, they were able to load the bear into a transport vehicle where it would be taken to a remote mountains uh, with more suitable habitat. I mean, I mean, it's got hot dogs and everything there at the stadium, right? What yep. more do they want? Popcorn. Of course, many people believe that bears hibernate in the winter. When it's 70 degrees, they don't have to. Uh, however, they it's often a light sleep, not really hibernation. When the weather is abnormally warm like it has been, it's not unusual for bears to leave their hibernation dens and roam around even in the wintertime. TWRA says the 200-pound sow had wandered into Lindsey Nelson Stadium on Sunday morning and had been released into the Foothills Wildlife Management Area in Blount County. There you go. I just wonder what, I love that first statement. Officers with the UT Police Department called TWA. Can you imagine being the responding officer? There's a break-in. Walk in, there's a bear. Nope. <laughs> nope. No, I think they knew at that point it was a bear. Yeah. Uh, excuse us. We got a, We got one of your bears here. Yeah. Can you come get it? So that's pretty funny. They didn't cover this in the academy. No. <laughs> right. Nope. We're going to go take a break here. We'll be right back with a little bit more Wild Outdoors. Tony Sanders Outdoors. We'll be right back. Campfires are burning. We're gathered round in chairs. Three generations of hunting in our veins. Talking about what might happen on opening. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That is more than the catchy jingle when it describes State Farm agent Rodney Allen. For over 20 years, Rodney and his team of professionals have been taking care of our family's insurance needs. Whether it's home, auto, life, or insurance, or your outdoor toys, whatever it is, Rodney Allen and State Farm can handle these needs. Don't forget your banking and financial needs as well. Reach Rodney Allen and his staff at 423-847-3881. Again, that's 423-847-3881. And invest a few minutes of your time to deal with a financial professional and his staff. Rodney Allen, State Farm. Sportsman's Warehouse is a perfect place to shop for all your outdoor equipment. No matter the season, Sportsman's Warehouse friendly staff and knowledgeable experts can assist you in finding what you need for your adventure. If you're a hunter, angler, boater, hiker, camper, or need clothing or shoes, Sportsman's Warehouse has just what you need. If you're looking for a firearm, Sportsman's Warehouse has over a thousand guns in the store. Now, if you don't see one you want, you can go to sportsmanswarehouse.com and select from over 6,700 guns offered online. Then you can have it shipped directly to the store, everyday low prices, no shipping charges, and no processing fees. Don't forget to sign up and register for the Sportsman's Warehouse loyalty card. This will give you points towards gift cards and special promotions, as well as keeping you informed of upcoming events. Be sure to like them on Facebook for prizes, promotions, as well as things happening at the store. The place to shop for all your outdoor needs. Sportsman's Warehouse. The great indoors for those who love the great outdoors. Highway 153 and Lee Highway. Welcome back. Tony Sanders Outdoors. You know, speaking of uh, Dead Zero, you know, one of the things that uh, we've chatted about after the, the shooting in Texas was um, you need to practice. You think this guy took a 50-yard shot under duress and and, and dropped the suspect immediately. Um, how many people could do that? I, 
I told you if that had happened to me, I would have just laid down enough suppressive fire to keep him down until somebody else could come and actually hit him. Because you've seen me shoot, and I need, I'm one of those people. I need to go out and put some lead on some paper and really hone my skills a lot better than they are. The, um, you know, I just, I was, I was thinking about that. There, there's two things that came out of, or three things that came out of that, that deal. Uh, one of them we'll get into later. First is I need to seriously do some time on paper. Uh, then I need to go take the course from, um, Ronnie Dodd at Dodd training where you're reacting to things. Oh, the, the reactive training courses. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, uh and then the, the, the other thing is, uh, it's made me rethink my gun of choice. How so? Or is that what we were going to get into later? No, no, but think about it. This guy took a shot. I don't know what kind of gun it was. It was a larger gun. I know it was a nine millimeter. I saw that in the report. It was a nine. It was a nine millimeter. Um. Okay, but I believe it was a full size nine millimeter. I'm not sure. Based on just the images I could see. Right. Well, when I think about, we all have guns that we carry that are somewhat smaller. The I mean, what's really popular right now? The Glock 43. Mm-hmm. The Glock, uh, I mean, not the Glock, the SIG 365 is the most popular handgun right now purchased. All right? Okay. These are all smaller guns. And you're not as accurate with a smaller gun. I'm much more accurate with a four or five inch barreled gun than I am with a three inch barreled or two inch barrel. I have thought about that because I frequently carry a two inch Smith and Wesson. It's a wheel gun. It's two inches, and okay. I know if anything over, well, anything over twenty feet. Okay. I, I sincerely doubt I could hit accurately. Now, the one thing to keep in the back of your head. The average gunfight is within 10 feet. This was not an average deal. No. Uh, he took a 50-foot shot at a moving target, and, you know, he was a res- deputy or a former deputy or reserve officer. He was a trainer. Uh, he was, and he was very, he owned a brain, so he shot a lot. That was very evident in in this situation. Yes. And I think it's incumbent upon anybody that is going to be carrying a firearm to be more versed than they are. I agree. And I'm I'm I fall into that category and I said one of my resolutions this year was to actually put more lead on paper because I need to get out and now that you've joined it. our club, you can do that. Yes. Go shoot more. Yes, I can go shoot anytime I want to. All right, we've got a couple things coming up on the calendar. We do. Uh, the 29th Annual Sandhill Crane Festival, assuming there's any cranes there, will be the 18th and 19th. It's going to be at the Hiawassee Refuge. It's going to be from 8 to 5. It's going to be a lot of great events for everybody, adults, youth, kids, everybody. And it's just a great event. I believe the uh, Sandy the Crane will be there. I saw that, too. Okay. On the 1st of February... The Bayside Baptist Wild Game Dinner at Bayside Baptist Church. Jeff Danker of Realtree Buck Ventures TV will be the speaker there. 
that's going to start about 4 o'clock-ish. Then on the 8th of February, Silverdale Wild Game Dinner at Silverdale Baptist Church will be starting about 4-ish. Jimmy Houston will be the speaker there. And then the DU Greenwing Youth Event is going to be March 14th at Covey Creek Farms. It's going to start about 11-ish, and this is a great event for kids. If you have a son, daughter, granddaughter, grandson, get them out there because the kids get to experience everything outdoors, hiking, biking, shooting. So, All right. We'll be back after the top of the hour. Tony Sanders Outdoors. Thanks for listening. Don't stop that podcast now. That's only one half of the show. We'll be right back with the second half of Tony Sanders Outdoors. Tighten your life vest, wrap into your tree stand, and get ready for the award-winning Tony Sanders Outdoors. Your source for outdoor information, education, and entertainment. Now, here are your hosts, Tony Sanders and Rob Pratula. Welcome back. Hour number two of Tony Sanders Outdoors. Glad to have you with us. I'm Tony Sanders. Glad to be part of your life, at least for a couple hours every Saturday morning, along with host Robert Pratula. Hello, Rob. Good morning, Tony. For hour number two. Hour number two. Got a caller. We're going to come straight to it. This is a, this is a type of call I enjoy getting. Good morning, Andy. How are you? Good morning, Tony and Rob. You know, Andy's been a very loyal listener to the show for, for several years and found out his daughter is also a, a, a loyal listener to our show. She is. Uh, and I, I got I got tickled, Andy. I was I was when I was trying to do the Facebook promo last night. Uh, I started to text Rob, and one of my favorite lines of any movie is my cousin Vinny when he talks about the two Utes. And so mm-hmm. I was going to call Emily one of the Tony Center's Outdoors Utes, and I was trying to figure <laughs> out how to spell Utes. And then I realized it was really just Utes, and it was just pronounced Utes. Yeah, and I didn't want to. I didn't want to spell it E U or E W whatever because I I didn't want to go there. Um, so it, it just I, I I was trying to dub her an official Tony Sanders Outdoors Ute, and it just wasn't going to work on Facebook. Oh, that's awesome! I'm, I'm sure she would love to have that title. I haven't got home yet to uh, let her know about it. I work third shift overnight, and okay. almost home, but not quite. Gotcha. But you guys gave her a shout-out and wished her good luck on her deer hunt a couple of weeks back. And lo and behold, uh, New Year's Eve, and she got her very first doe after eight years of hunting with me. And the last two years, she's been the hunter. So she finally got it done and, and got her very own first deer. So, so how excited was she? That's the first time in the woods that she's ever told me, Daddy, I'm so excited <laughs> in that quivering voice uh, it was it was awesome now she That's is awesome. what 11 years old is that right yes so she's been going she hunting is. with you since she, she was three yes her birthday is in september right i'm in mean, august august brother and she had just turned three when she started going hunting with me and she's faithfully did it every single year and loves it i mean she, she loves being outdoors fishing hunting camping, just kicking around in the woods. She's a outdoors young lady for sure. So so tell us a little bit about how this, this hunt went down. Um, 
you guys were in a stand, like a buddy stand, or were ground blind? What were you in? Well, it's actually kind of a stalk hunt because we were hunting deer that come out in the field uh, before okay. daylight, and there's really no way to set up on that field without spooking them out. You know, if you try to get in there before daylight, so we wait till you know shooting light and then slip down there. Cool. That's basically how we did it. We we've been doing that for a couple weeks, and and it it worked this time. She finally got a shot that was close enough, broadside and steel. Now, I got I asked this because um, I get asked this a lot. What caliber of firearm is she using? She has hunted this year with a two two three. Uh, or five five six and the AR fifteen mainly because of the adjustable buttstock. Yeah. And uh, but that deer she actually got with a three oh eight. Wow, good for her. Now was she, was it also a, an AR platform an AR ten? It is. Uh, it is. Wow. Nice. I, I could I could go down a political path. I'm just not going to do that because that's awesome. <laughs> She got that with yeah, an AR-10. I, I really don't like the AR platform for hunting. Yeah, just mainly because of how loud it is to chamber around. I, I much prefer bolt action. But if it, you know, if, if what you have in, is an AR with an adjustable buttstock that they can shoot well, then hey, go with it. Well, the other thing about it too, Andy, is the the AR platform reduces the recoil so much. I mean, a three oh eight yes. has very little. Recoil. I, I've I I actually shot my first 308 just a few years ago in the AR platform and promptly went out and bought one because it was so much fun. That's where I realized how much expensive it was to shoot it. Um, but it's it's that's a the AR platform is an awesome firearm, uh, especially for youth, just for the recoil, the adjustable buttstock, all kinds of things. It certainly worked for her. That is, that's so I, I'm thinking she owes you guys some uh, venison backstrap and, and biscuits or something one morning. That maybe the next morning I'm next Saturday morning that I'm on vacation. We need to get her in here. Down. We need to get her in here and hear her side of this story. Yeah. I would love to hear the excitement in her voice. Well, we'll, we'll do that my very next vacation. Sounds that sounds good, good man. I, I really look forward to it. And uh, congratulations to her. We'll uh, good job, Emily. Uh, Thank you. That, that's Thank you. awesome. And uh, uh, this will be up on on Facebook, so you can go back and to that uh, uh, about the hour and five minutes into it, and she can go back and listen to it. That'd be awesome. Well, thank you guys. I do appreciate all you guys do for uh, local outdoorsmen and, and especially the youth. You know, all the uh, you guys do a lot. That, Ducks Unlimited Green Wings event. If you're not taking your kids to that, you are missing out. Absolutely. It's free. Absolutely. It's, it's free. And the kids love it. Uh, stuff like that uh, and all the uh, donor involvement that we have here in Chattanooga with Sports and Warehouse and stuff, is this is a good place to be a kid. Absolutely it is. Andy, thank you so much, man, and, and definitely look forward to getting you and Emily in the studio. I think that'd be kind of fun to talk about. Does she hunt anything besides deer? Uh, not yet. Okay. She, she's interested in hogs and bears and <laughs> most anything. Uh, I need to get her. I need to get her hooked on birds too. Now, now the most important question: Does she fish? Yes. 
Yes, absolutely. She loves fishing. She is the ultimate outdoors woman. Then. I see. In fact, Rob, you you taught gave her some fly ta- fly uh, casting pointers at the last uh, DU Greenwing event. Oh yeah, yeah. That's cool. Yep, sure did. So yeah, we'll have her in there with biscuits and venison tenderloin. How about that? Well, that sounds That's like awesome. a plan and. And our producer's nodding his head I greatly as well. So <laughs> we, we wouldn't forget him. All right, Andy. Thank you so much, man. Thank you. All right. Bye. That is, like, way cool. Oh, it's great. And first deer, you know, she worked She worked hard for it. So well she done, did. Emily. Well she done, Emily. two years for this. Yep. Uh, that's awesome. Uh, and now we're going to have to talk to her about how the processing of the deer and all that stuff, too. Yeah. Because I know she did that. Yeah. And she's just like, she's got to be that kind of young lady. Mm-hmm. That is so cool. I remember, now that he mentions I remember giving the, the fly casting. So. Oh, okay. Cool. That is awesome. And I like the concept of the, you know, the, the, the AR-10 platform. And I agree with him. It is loud. Yeah. Um, When you load it. But it is a... The, the functioning of it is really a tremendous. The versatility for, you know, you can shorten the stock for a smaller person. You can lengthen the stock for a longer person. Longer person, bigger person. Let me try that again. An adult. Yeah, versus a ute. A ute. A ute. we got to figure out how to spell ute in a non-offensive way. I'd say what? Y-O-U-T-S? Utes. Y-O-U-T-S. Utes. Utes. Y-U-T. <laughs> I'll, I'll think about that. That's what, you know what, we need to get some... Tony Center's Outdoors Utes. Yep. Hats for these. Oh, Utes. that would be good. I'd wear that. TSO Ute. You're too old for a Ute. Yeah. He's Sorry. a kid at heart. Okay. All right. That is way cool. That is. That's really great. That is absolutely awesome that she got her first year. Congratulations again, Emily. All right. We talked a little bit earlier about the uh, the gun law changing for 2020. Okay. Uh, bottom line is there's a new Tennessee handgun law. Uh, that has gone into effect. It is a uh, reduced fee. I think it's $65 fee or something to that effect. Uh, and it's got a 90-minute online training course, no hands-on component. Now, the argument for this is, well, under constitutional carry, you wouldn't have anything. So at least they're getting some training. And the training is mainly the legal side of the training. Okay. But my big fear, my big concern, and, and, and I've had this discussion, and I'm all for the government staying the heck out of my life and constitutional carry and all that. I get it. But there is a responsibility that comes with carrying a gun. Yes. And you need to know the laws. That's, you do need to know you the laws. Need to, you need to know not just the what happens after the shoot. You need to know, okay, if I'm going to the post office, I need to secure this in a safe place, go into the post office, conduct my business, then come out. And not and re uh, get your firearm. I mean, you know, you need to know where you can and where you can't carry, because there's a lot of places you can and can't. So, not as many as there used to be. True, granted, granted, but still, there's a few that you know you just. But I and I'm not even talking about those laws. I don't even think I wasn't even thinking about that. I was thinking about the the stupid comments I see on. You know, talk or the people. Well, we saw it here that news story we had a few years ago where the young girl, 10, 12 years old, um, took some shots at somebody as they were fleeing their property. Oh, yeah. Okay. 
you can't shoot a fleeing person. No. Your life is no longer in danger. The threat has ceased. It is leaving the area. And and that's people, people don't think about that. Uh, and you can, I mean, I understand in reality when things are happening, there's a lot that goes on. But you just, you've you got to understand what the laws are. And that's one of the things that came out of the course. They talk about what you can and cannot do. Um, I mean, so I don't know that the 90-minute video is going to cover that. I don't have any idea. I don't either. I don't, I don't particularly like it, but the state's doing what the state's doing. Well, but, you know, I, I upset a lot of people when I said before, if you had a handgun carry permit, you should have to requalify. Well, yeah. To make sure. I got, I got friends. I have friends in low places. No. I have friends that have not fired a gun since they qualified. Mm-hmm. Think about that. Although the only thing I do like about this is that my apparently the license that I have and you have, it's now enhanced. It's an enhanced license. I didn't do anything, and it became enhanced. I like that. <laughs> Ooh, it makes me feel special. I am enhanced. You're an enhanced carrier. All right, when we come back, <laughs> the two enhanced carriers will be on the microphone talking about something else. Or you can give us a call, and we'll talk about whatever you want to talk about. We'll be right back. It sits above the mantle on a couple rusty nails. And it's worth a bunch of money, but it damn sure ain't for sale. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That is more than the catchy jingle when it describes State Farm agent Rodney Allen. For over 20 years, Rodney and his team of professionals have been taking care of our family's insurance needs. Whether it's home, auto, life, or insurance, or your outdoor toys, whatever it is, Rodney Allen and State Farm can handle these needs. Don't forget your banking and financial needs as well. Reach Rodney Allen and his staff at 423-847-3881. Again, that's 423-847-3881. And invest a few minutes of your time to do with a financial professional and his staff. Rodney Allen, State Farm. Babies Fertilizer in Cleveland, Tennessee are the only ones you need to call for your commercial lawn care supplies. They are experts in fertilizer, lawn chemicals, mulch, stone, and all your commercial lawn care needs. They have the expertise to recommend formulated special blends for your lawn care company. Your customers will be happy with the great results, and so will you. Babies has years of local knowledge and know what will work in this area. Go with the pros at Baby Fertilizer, 472-5491, 472-5491, and check them out at babiesfertilizer.com. Jack's Bait and Tackle has everything you need for your next fishing trip. Jack's has small, medium, large, and jumbo shiners, red worms, night crawlers, crickets, wax worms, skipjacks, and toughies, and they might even have some truffles too, so be sure and ask for those. They have custom tackle, including canine fishing line, the only shop in the area to carry it, soft plastics, and the popular Tennessee rig. Loose crappie rods and bait casting reels are in stock right now, and they also carry custom 5-inch pre-rig swim baits by Lurch's Lures. Jax has missile soft plastics, and they carry the whole line of Berkeley and Rapala products. Jax is just a short drive down Bonnie Oaks from the Bonnie Oaks exit on 153, so it's a convenient stop on the way to the lake or the river. They also carry lots of snacks and drinks for your cooler, so stock up. Jax is at 4228 Bonnie Oaks Drive, and they're open seven days a week for all your bait and tackle needs. They're open Sunday through Thursday, 6.30 a.m. until 6 p.m., Fridays and Saturdays from 6 a.m. until 6.30 p.m. Give them a call at 698-8339 and check out their Facebook page. Be sure to like their Facebook page for special discounts that are only posted on their page. Jax has been in business for 50 years, so they know bait.
Welcome back. Tony Sanders Outdoors coming to the phones. Mr. D.U. himself, Ross Malone. Hello, Ross. Hey, Tony. I noticed I didn't call you Mr. Duck Hunter because you don't have any ducks to hunt right now. Yeah, that's that's kind of gloomy. (laughs) My my grandson even spent the night with me, and we we're not even out there this morning. And got up, I got up at five o'clock, and the bottom fell out. And I thought, well, it's a hope and a prayer to see a bird right now. So (laughs) I don't want to get wet. But it is crazy. Call us fair weather hunter, I guess. But uh, and my dog's going through withdrawal too. She's in here like, what is the problem? But it is what it is. Yeah, I, my friends are out on our lease in Arkansas. They had a fair day yesterday, I think. Uh, and, but the reason I was calling is my grandson, you were talking about 308 earlier, uh-huh. and uh, I'm not a deer hunter. I've never killed a deer. and uh, But I'm trying to get my grandson into one, hopefully. Uh, I know the youth hunt's coming up next weekend. And uh, anyway, long story short, well, I took him out to the range you know, on our club. Right. And he shot. Uh, I was real proud of him. He, he's you know he's a big boy. He's twelve years old. He's about five eleven, two hundred pounds plus, solid. And he took that three oh eight, and he liked it. He shot it. It's a Ruger. Uh, yep. And he put in a you know some shots at twenty five yards, and he was shot at a hundred yards. I was really proud of him. He put three in a group of about. 10 inches richard sims that you know is out there with us instructing us and uh uh, so anyway it it was really a a, a lightning uh for me to see him shoot that 308 sure it's a good caliber gun seems like so Uh, you know 308 i mean it's been used for years by uh snipers from around the world i mean you know until recently so i mean it's the 308's an awesome round uh i do like the idea now he's 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 at 12 years old and 200 pounds and 5'11", he's man enough to, to use it. Uh, oh, yeah. The, the young lady we were talking to, her dad, earlier, you know, it, shooting a uh, a full-stocked uh, 308 bolt action would have a much different effect on her than it would him. So I oh, think, yeah. I think yeah. it's just... It, well, plus he's left-handed, too, and, right? and this is a left-handed gun that I got from a friend that you know, Tom Hackney. And, yeah. Uh, it's 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 a nice gun. Actually, he got it from another one of our friends in DU. But anyway, uh, that was a lighting weekend. That was a highlight of the week, I guess, for us. We haven't been able to do any duck sure. hunting, mounting thing. And I do appreciate you guys plugging our March 14th event coming up. Uh, yep. uh, we're we're actually meeting Monday night. Our committee is to uh, prepare for that. Good deal. Uh, it's a, it's our a big event. So look forward to it again. But, Always do. Yeah. But anyway, all those fair weather duck hunters like me, hopefully some of them are out there. Uh, there are some ducks around. Uh, the population's way, you know, when I say the population, I guess you'd say the, the migration is just not down here right now. Yeah. And uh, a lot of the birds went back north. Uh, saw a lot of pintails in northern uh, Arkansas this week from some reports of some friends killing some trophy pintails. So. Sure. Uh, so you just have to get out there, and like anything else, you got to hunt. And uh, but but anyway, appreciate the opportunity to talk, and appreciate the show. Thank you, Ross. Appreciate it, man. Thank you. See you. There you go. Mm-hmm. Real live duck report. We haven't heard from Sonny, have we?
Not yet. He got a deer the other day, though. Hello, David. Good morning, gentlemen, from Hartwell, Georgia. How's everybody? Wonderful. How is Hartwell, Georgia? Uh, it's a little drizzly rain, but everything's fine, you know. Man, you're all over the map this morning. I, I can comment on about 9,000 things that you've been talking about. <laughs> I, I think the very first one is the, um, uh, quote, accidental, unquote, shooting of the yeah. man and his daughter. I, it makes my blood boil. Um when something like that happens, it's it's actually not an accident. I don't I don't consider it an accident at all. It's just negligence, and it needs to be prosecuted as negligence. To I don't know. It just it just drives me nuts when I see it, see these things. I don't I just don't understand it. I don't understand how it can happen. I don't. I uh, I have not read enough about it to really be educated on what happened. Uh, but yeah. I, but there, I'm like there's you. not a whole lot out there. They, yeah. If they were driving deer, I know they were. They were on a deer drive, but still, I, I don't know. It just just makes me nuts. I just I don't know. I just cannot understand it at all. No, I understand. I agree with you, and uh, and that yeah. is that is a shame. Yeah, and uh, let's see. Next topic would be, uh, uh, of course, I know you're talking about your <laughs> Facebook. Uh, it kills me also when these guys think that all the all the TWRAs out there to write tickets and make big money. I mean, that's that's what they're all about. It just you know that's a pet peeve of mine, but I know it is yours, too. Well, Most anybody else that pays attention. Unfortunately, David, uh, Facebook allows you to be stupid. Un, un, uh, oh, yeah. I, I don't know if you One of the funniest things, I was sitting there, and uh, I got, uh, I, I made a post, and this is, I put this on Facebook. Um, I remember the comedian Gallagher from when I was a, a young person who had oh. the, the idea that you give everybody a uh, a rubber dart gun for them in their car. And when you do something stupid in your car, everybody would just kind of shoot the car. And, and when there was enough mm-hmm. rubber darts on the gun on the car, police would just pull them over and give them a ticket for being a, a dumbass. And and so, <laughs> so the Facebook version of that, if you make a comment in the comments that was addressed in the article, you know, like, well, did you did they do this? Well no, that was in the article. And, you know, if you make those stupid comments, that we should get a button that says stupid. And if you get enough stupid things, then Facebook just bans you for 30 days. It just solves that problem. Uh, you get a stupid timeout. Oh, hey. And hey, listen, I'll, I'll let you go after one more little item. Yeah. Um, I don't know uh, on this new handgun permit, um, or I carry it full size because I can shoot it better, but um, I'm not sure about if, if people are thinking about with this new little online thing about uh, reciprocity. There's a lot of states that won't recognize that we have reciprocity with now that won't recognize a state that doesn't that particular license because there's no training class. And I'm interested to find out, you know, when it all gets settled, uh, which states will start rejecting that permit as reciprocity, you know, across state lines. And I think that's going to be an issue with some folks that they're not really thinking about when they go to that you know, that non-classroom permit. That is a possibility, but now here's the question I have for you. I've got my license right here, my 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 handgun carry permit, okay? Is the other person going to have a handgun killed concealed permit, or am I going to get a new one that says enhanced handgun carry permit? How would another state know which license I have? Oh, I know. I know. That's so, going to be a question i don't know i know uh well it's like you know georgia doesn't have to have a class and there's a lot more states that doesn't recognize their 
permit than ours because we do have the eight-hour class. But sure. I'm just afraid that's going to run into some issues with some people. And, of course, most of those states, I don't – it's like when I'm taking my trip to Missouri – there's one state in between us and Missouri that I go around. I don't. I don't go in the state because of their gun laws and just don't like them to start with. But I wonder which state that is. I, I avoid it. <laughs> I'll the let last, you know. When, when was the last time you were in the state of Illinois, David? Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, yes. So their gas taxes are awfully high too. You know, you leave Tennessee at two dollars a gallon and get up there at two fifty-five. So. That's just another reason not to go in a miserable place. But anyway, <laughs> well, listen, guys, <laughs> keep up the interesting talk this morning. It's a good show. So far, so good, and I will talk to you soon. That sounds great. Thanks, David. Take care, David. All right, take See care, you. guys. Bye-bye. That would be our roving driver, David, calling from somewhere in Georgia. I forgot where he said already. Hartwell. Hartwell, Georgia. That's it. So I uh, always enjoy getting a call from Hartwell, Georgia, or wherever David happens to be. All right, we're going to go pay a bill, and we'll be right back on Tony Sanders Outdoors. If you're looking to target your product or service to the outdoor community, Tony Sanders Outdoors can help. Nearly one-third of the radios are tuned to Tony Sanders Outdoors on Saturday mornings from 5 to 7 a.m. Whether it's a recorded commercial, live reads, remote broadcast, or product endorsements, Tony and Rob can help. Give us a call at 423-280-3677 to discuss your advertising needs. Tony Sanders Outdoors, your outdoor advertising solution. 423-280-3677. 423-280-3677. Sportsman Warehouse provides outstanding gear and exceptional service to inspire all of your outdoor memories. The winter clearance sale is going on right now at Sportsman's Warehouse. Great savings in every department. Because whether it's camping, fishing, hiking, or hunting, whatever you need for your outdoor adventures, you can get it at Sportsman's Warehouse. You'll find name brand products at better prices. Now, if you don't see the gun you want at the store, go to sportsmans.com for over 8,000 additional guns to choose from. You can have it shipped directly to the store with everyday low prices, no shipping charges, and no processing fees. Don't forget to sign up and register for the Sports Warehouse loyalty card. This will give you points towards gift cards and special discounts. Be sure to like and follow them on Facebook, too. Sports Warehouse, the great indoors for those who love the great outdoors. Located at the corner of 153 and Lee Highway. Jack's Bait and Tackle has everything you need for your next fishing trip. Jack says small, medium, large, and jumbo shriners. Red worms, not crawlers, crickets, waxworms, skipjacks, and tuffies. I almost say truffles right there when I look at that. They're custom, they have custom tackle, including the canine fishing line, the only tackle shop to carry it, soft plastics, and the popular Tennessee rig. Loose crappie rods and bait reels are in stock also, and they now carry uh, custom 5-inch pre-rigged swim baits by Lurch's Lures. Jax has missile soft plastics, and they carry a whole lot of Berkeley and Rapala products. Jax is just a short drive down Bonnie Oaks from Highway 153, so it is a convenient stop for you on the way to the lake or the river. They also carry snacks and drinks for your cooler, which we all know are important. Jax is at 4228 Bonnie Oaks Drive, and they're open seven days a week for all your bait and tackle needs. Sunday through Thursday, 630 to 6, and Fridays, 6 to 630. Give them a call at 698-8339, 698-8339, and check out their Facebook page. Be sure to like their page for specials and discounts as they are always posted there. Jack's Bait and Tackle has been in business for over 50 years, so they know your bait. 
Welcome back. Tony Center's Outdoors. Rob, you shouldn't tell them everything. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Some people know my wife that are listening to the show. True. She doesn't need to know that I'm surfing the Compass Auction website. She doesn't need to know I was at Sportsman's Warehouse last night. Those are just things that just aren't known, aren't needed to be known. This isn't like an Operation Slippery Weasel where it's on the down low, is it? If you keep talking, I'm going <laughs> I'm gonna turn your mic off, dude. All right, we uh, we did talk about this a little bit earlier. Talked a little bit briefly about with uh, with David just a few minutes ago. Um, this uh, this is a this is a strange story to me. Yeah, and the way it's worded, this particular story, there's a lot of information that is not out there, so speculate as needed. A man and his nine-year-old daughter were hunting Wednesday when they were mistaken for deer and killed, according to South Carolina authorities. The South Carolina Department of Natural Resources is investigating the death of the two hunters following an accident on New Year's Day. According to the DNR, four hunters were attempting to move deer, also known as driving deer, in Walterboro when the two hunters were shot after being mistaken for deer. Both hunters died at the scene from injuries sustained in the shooting. Uh, They were discovered by about a half mile off of Baraka Road Wednesday afternoon. Coroner Harvey said an autopsy will be performed at the Medical Center of the University of South Carolina. More information, such as whether the two were wearing blaze orange safety gear, will not be provided until the investigation is complete, DNR spokesman David Lucas said. Uh, South Carolina has few hunting accidents each year. There have been several recently near the end of the deer season, which ended Wednesday. In 2019, the state had 16 hunting accidents. Eleven of those involved firearms, two causing death. The other five involved tree stand accidents, such as falls, which led to one death. Authorities have not said if any arrests have been made or if charges will be filed. The last day, New Year's Day, was the last day of hunting in South Carolina. That's the information we got. There's a lot to speculate about. Yeah, I really struggle with mistaken for game accidents. I've looked through a lot of scopes through the years. Um. I've looked at a lot of people not through scopes through the years. It's real hard to to it's real hard to misjudge somebody. Now, to me, an accident here's an accident, all right? Not one that's uh, not one that's permissible. What I'm saying, but this is I am shooting at a deer. My bullet goes through the deer, hits a rock, ricochets. Hits you and kills you. That's, That's an, an accident. accident. That's an accident. Yeah. Mistaking you for game as you're walking through the woods or you're set up on somewhere is not an accident in my mind. You've got to know, I, and I teach hunter safety folks, you've got to know your target. You've got to know your backstop. You've got to know what's beyond your target if you miss. If it goes through the deer, whatever the case is, you got to know. If you're duck, and it's not just deer hunters. If it if you're duck hunting, you got to know understand what your your zone is. You know you can't turn around and and shoot over somebody's head because their head might not be over or under your shot next time. 
I mean, there's all kinds of things you got to do. There's a lot of safety, and it's an extremely safe sport. When you look at the number of people participating in the number of accidents, hunting is a very safe sport. I do not understand this. Um, I, I had, I made, when uh, the, um, I posted this on Facebook, somebody made the comment about their uncle had been killed by, I think it was a 12-year-old, using buckshot um, that thought they were hogs. They were set up next to trees. Well, if you're shooting at sound, if you're shooting at movement, you're going to kill somebody. Yeah. And and is that what happened twice? Don't know. Unless I'm dropped instantly, I would imagine there was a, a moan or scream of pain when I got shot. Maybe I now maybe this guy got dropped instantly or his daughter. I mean, I just I don't understand how you shoot two people. I really I don't get it. Now if they didn't have orange on, now you got contributing factors. Right. But again, you still got to make sure you know what your target is. You posted a video, or somebody did earlier. There was a guy who was set up on a tree and he watches this hunter walk out and and shoot mm-hmm. at these deer and he's sitting there looking videotaping the hunter and the guy shoots was a terrible he was worse than i am i'll put it that way he it, was horrible he was horrible but he didn't even see this guy who's wearing orange way off in Got the distance. This big shiny eye yeah <laughs> i mean goodness gracious i mean you need to know the backstop that's safety 101 and i'm i'm hoping I'm hoping that this investigation is conducted quickly so we get some more information because there are a lot of questions and you you're going to have you got you got a you got a lot of people that are hurting you got families that are hurting right uh you got a, a the the gentleman was 30 years old his daughter was young um then uh you've got the guy whoever did the the shooting I mean, there's just a lot of things, but it just really concerns me when I see these kind of accidents. Uh, our daughter was nine. Mm-hmm. Good Lord. I, it's just that's sad. I just wonder if uh, New Year's, the last day of the season, had also anything to do with it. Uh, it could have. You know, it's last chance to shoot a deer. I need to get a deer for the freezer. Got to get a deer. And, and these are all things that we teach in hunter safety, but... Until you get out in the woods, you don't understand the pressures. No. You just don't. All right. On that sad note, we're going to take our final break, and uh, we'll be back. We'll be wrapping up the show. First show of the year. First show of the decade. A lot of firsts today. We'll be right back. It sits above the mantle on a couple rusty nails. And it's worth a bunch of money, but it damn sure ain't for sale. The good Lord only knows all the stories it can tell. Sportsman's Warehouse has always supported the Chattanooga community and all the local conservation groups, wild game dinners, youth events, and much, much more. Please go and see them today at the corner of 153 and Lee Highway. Because whatever you need, whether it's camping, fishing, hiking, or hunting, whatever you need for your outdoor adventures, you can get it at Sportsman's Warehouse. Sportsman's Warehouse, the great indoors for those who love the great outdoors. Check them out at sportsmans.com. 
Sportsman's Warehouse, located at the corner of 153 and Lee Highway. Sportsman's Warehouse is a perfect place to shop for all your outdoor equipment. No matter the season, Sportsman's Warehouse friendly staff and knowledgeable experts can assist you in finding what you need for your adventure. If you're a hunter, angler, boater, hiker, camper, or need clothing or shoes, Sportsman's Warehouse has just what you need. If you're looking for a firearm, Sportsman's Warehouse has over a 1,000 guns in the store. Now, if you don't see one you want, you can go to sportsmanswarehouse.com and select from over 6,700 guns offered online. Then you can have it shipped directly to the store, everyday low prices, no shipping charges, and no processing fees. Don't forget to sign up and register for the Sportsman's Warehouse loyalty card. This will give you points towards gift cards and special promotions, as well as keeping you informed of upcoming events. Be sure to like them on Facebook for prizes, promotions, as well as things happening at the store. The place to shop for all your outdoor needs. Sportsman's Warehouse. The great indoors for those who love the great outdoors. Highway 153 and Lee Highway. Are you a member of the National Rifle Association? If not, why? No other organization in this country fights for your rights like the NRA. In the current environment, our rights under the Second Amendment are being attacked every day. While we in the South may feel comfortable, that is not the case all across America. The NRA is taking up the fight for you, and you need to be a part. Join over 5 million men, women, and children who are members of the NRA. Go to TonySandersOutdoors.com and click on the Join NRA link. Don't wait too late. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That is more than the catchy jingle when it describes State Farm agent Rodney Allen. For over 20 years, Rodney and his team of professionals have been taking care of our family's insurance needs. Whether it's home, auto, life, or insurance, or your outdoor toys, whatever it is, Rodney Allen and State Farm can handle these needs. Don't forget your banking and financial needs as well. Reach Rodney Allen and his staff at 423-847-3881. Again, that's 423-847-3881. And invest a few minutes of your time to deal with a financial professional and his staff. Rodney Allen, State Farm. Sportsman's Warehouse is a perfect place to shop for all your outdoor equipment. No matter the season, Sportsman's Warehouse friendly staff and knowledgeable experts can assist you in finding what you need for your adventure. If you're a hunter, angler, boater, hiker, camper, or need clothing or shoes, Sportsman's Warehouse has just what you need. If you're looking for a firearm, Sportsman's Warehouse has over a 1,000 guns in the store. Now, if you don't see one you want, you can go to sportsmanswarehouse.com and select from over 6,700 guns offered online. Then you can have it shipped directly to the store, everyday low prices, no shipping charges, and no processing fees. Don't forget to sign up and register for the Sportsman's Warehouse loyalty card. This will give you points towards gift cards and special promotions, as well as keeping you informed of upcoming events. Be sure to like them on Facebook for prizes, promotions, as well as things happening at the store. The place to shop for all your outdoor needs. Sportsman's Warehouse. The great indoors for those who love the great outdoors. Highway 153 and Lee Highway. Man, first show of the decade, and it has flown by. It has, it has. Uh, And they're right, this was kind of a clean out the closet type show we yep. covered a lot of area a lot of things to talk about a couple things coming up from a calendar perspective you don't want to miss uh, january 18th and 19th the 29th annual tennessee sandhill crane festival uh, at the hawassi refuge from eight to five uh go to the birchwood community center up there on highway 60 and you can uh you you can you they truck you into the, the wildlife they don't have parking over there for everybody uh, the 1st of February, you got Bayside Baptist Wild Game Dinner. 
and uh, Jeff Denker from Realtree Buck Ventures TV is going to be there. Uh, and then the 8th of February, Silverdale Baptist Wild Game Dinner at Silverdale Baptist Church on Bonnie Oaks Drive, 4 o'clock. Jimmy Houston is a speaker, and I would imagine everybody knows who Jimmy Houston is. And then on the 14th of March, you have the DU Green Wings. So that's coming up at Covey Creek Farms. We have a lot more about that in the near future. Yep. Now, I have to give a shout-out to to our, our button pusher, Jesse. We were we were if you weren't listening earlier, we were trying to figure out how to spell Utes from the standpoint of Tony Sanders Outdoors Ute. You're a Tony Sanders Outdoors Ute, right? Right. So he came up with the idea, and I don't know if he realized it was a, a uh, an outdoor idea or not, but I'm gonna give him credit and say he did since he's been listening to the show now for this time. He said, Why not spell it like Y O O T S? Which made me think about coots. Yeah, coot ducks. Right? Right. So it's going to be Tony Center's Outdoors Utes. Y-O-O-T-S. Utes. Utes. That'll work. That's what we were after was Utes. Utes. Now we got Utes. You also need to give a shout-out to our good friend Larry Ray out in West Tennessee. He's about to go live, so if you want to listen to more outdoor talk, check out Larry Ray out there in Memphis. Been on his show a couple times, so real nice guy. I've never been on Well, actually, I've been on the show kind of accidentally. Kind of accidentally? No, it, was, it actually was on purpose. Oh. We actually simulcast our shows back when we were doing the 6 o'clock hour. Right. Uh, 6 to six to 8. We did the second hour live with Larry Ray. We did live. We were live on his show, and he was live on ours. It was actually pretty cool. Wow. It was. It was, it was really kind of neat. Uh, want a big shout-out to, uh, you know, we, we haven't mentioned Ben Byer in a while. Ben's always promoting our show, and we really appreciate Ben. What a good guy he is, and he's out. Uh, and, and, and causing trouble, I'm sure, as always. So, Ben, good morning to you. Good morning, sir. And I want to do a shout-out to all the, the people that listen to our show. I mean, for 13 years we've been coming in here doing this, and we appreciate them. Shout-out to all the first responders that are taking care of us. Uh, and thank you for never pulling me over when I'm running late to the show. Thank you. Much appreciated. <laughs> all right, we'll see you next week on Tony Sanders Outdoors. You have been listening to the podcast of the award-winning Tony Sanders Outdoor Show. Please subscribe to our service to get updated shows weekly throughout the year. Like us on all the social medias to keep up with what's going on on Tony Sanders Outdoors.